Titanfall 2 got announced too, didn't it? Yeah. Titanfall 2 got announced. Uh, that was another like one that I just seen the trailer of and I was like, people was getting excited to the next resort and I was like... <sighs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to have to change this to the Grumpy Old Men podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were saying like that when you in my own... PlayStation Neo comments. <laughs> right, should we crack on? Yes. Okay. Um, hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Up podcast with our hosts Ant, that's me, and I'm with Dave. Hey. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the Doom Beta, the Battleborn Beta, <laughs> uh, Dave sampled both, uh, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter, which Dave's finally got around to finishing or playing we should change the podcast to the what's Dave recently played we should <laughs> I need to I need to vary my games that's what I need to do I just can't put Mad Max down I'm I'm properly besotted with it at the moment it's grown mm. on me so much um, yeah PlayStation uh, 4.5 4K or Near, whichever it's currently being called mm-hmm. uh, there's been a little leak about the potential next Red Dead Red Dead game and uh, Ratchet and Clank, they've literally tried it very minimally. But he's got What's it. Again? Red, uh, Ratchet and Clank. I thought he just briefly tried it then. You did, didn't you? No, we came yesterday and I played it for about two and a half hours solid. <laughs> okay, so Dave's <laughs> had a good old crack at that as well. <laughs> Dave's kids keep asking, where's Daddy? <laughs> no, that was on the night they went to bed and I stayed on it till probably past my own bedtime, but I was just... it was. I can't, I'll talk about it in a bit. Okay, yeah, we'll get on to that. Let's start with the beat, the, the Doom um, Battleborn. Because I didn't get a chance to play it. I wanted to try the Doom one. I wasn't so yeah. fussed about Battleborn, but I was curious about Doom. So what did you make of it? Um, silky smooth, Doom was. Um, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I could be wrong, but it definitely felt like 1080p, 60 frames per second on the console, PS4. Yeah. And um, silky smooth, no... No issues at all playing it online. Um, well, it, it wasn't, you know, I'm not a big multiplayer shooter, you know, online shoot fan anyway. Mm. But when I play COD, I play it and I can kind of feel and see why people get addicted to it. But when I played Doom, it was quite, it was like a bit of, it just, I don't know. Maybe it was the maps, I don't know. I just didn't feel compulsive. Mm. I didn't feel like I had to play it again after the... Because I'm not a big shooter fan. When these pop up, I get the urge now and then to play them. So when these beaters pop up, I think to myself, you know what? I'll hit that the weekend. It'll satisfy my urges and, you know, I can, um, you know, get what I need out of those beaters. But every now and then I play one, I think, yeah, I might pick that up. Like, I, I really liked Battlefront, but when the nature season passed, I didn't bother going that. So mm. I was like, well, I can't. I, I'm not going to put that much time into it. And when I played Doom, it just felt like a... Yeah, there's going to be a campaign to this, but the campaign is going to be you, you know, your old school kind of probably corridor shooter campaign. But nothing, I don't know. I didn't like the way they, I was shooting people with, I think it was like a rocket launcher, and that was taking two to three shots to kill them. Really? And then people, yeah, and people was killing me from shotguns from quite far away, and I was like, serious? So a double barrel shotgun can kill you from that distance, but the rocket launcher can't. <laughs> and then they could transform into demons that like oh, I don't know how that works again I think you have to build up your bar mm. this bar at the bottom but um, when they took, I did put a couple of hours into it but it just no I just Not I know it sounds like a long time because I wasn't interested but I was trying it, hoping something would click but it never did and I was just mm. yeah I suppose big Doom fans might be into it but I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be massive, to be honest. No? I don't, I, no, I don't, I don't know. The maybe videos people look good. Are, yeah, they do. Maybe the campaign is going to be really good, for all I know, but from what I played on the multiplayer, I, I don't see, you know, getting the COD crowd to just suddenly drop Call of Duty for that. Oh, they, they won't. They're locked into that now. Yeah. I don't know what will pull them away. Um, not No one single game will have them all quitting, I don't think, but I thought if... if I bought this, it would be for the one single player campaign anyway. I'm not fussed about playing yeah. online. No. So, how did it feel sort of mechanically? Does it feel okay? 
Yeah, fine. If, if the, this is going to sound strange, and I don't know if it's going to be to your taste, but if the campaign is 60 frames per second 1080p, and and it plays like that, it might feel too fast. Oh, really? Yeah, and that, I know that sounds ridiculous, but... The videos look quick. Like Yeah, it was really quick. When I was getting shot and, you know, and I was spinning around, I was actually spinning past the enemies at points. Right. Yeah, that's probably because I'm a bit sloppy and I'm not as good as other people, but that could be an issue for some people, maybe. But for me, it was just too quick. Mm. Yeah. And um, I won't touch it. I probably wouldn't touch it unless it, I seen it for dirt, dirt cheap in a year or two years where it eventually turned up on PlayStation Plus. Mm. But it's got, it's got no interest for me now after trying the data and I like the look of it when I seen the um, trailers it looks good but it looks a bit manic I don't think there's, I don't think the story is going to be much of a story is it yeah I think there'll be one there which you know mm. ticking boxes basically I like I like a proper story now yeah I, I, since I've got into the walking simulators I hate that term but you know there's no other way to describe them I suppose yeah um, you know that for me is probably my favourite genre now. Really, it's your favourite genre, and you're still not convinced on VR. <laughs> no, no, but I don't think I think the motion sickness is going to be too much for me as well with that. So, yeah. But yeah, because I was struggling with that Doom beta. To be honest, that I I did feel a bit woozy like when I was playing it. Just moved that quick. Maybe it's because it was the first person viewpoint as well. But no. Mm. And then obviously. I'll just skip straight into Battleborn and yeah, the other weekend beta. That was crap. That was crap. <laughs> that it was crap. What is it? Explain it to me because I don't really know anything about oh, God. It's just I can't. I don't really know how to explain. It, to be honest, people will do better jobs of it than me. But I don't really don't want to talk about it because it's just pants. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but it's just so. But it was just. It felt slow. Um, I know that sounds weird because I'm just moaning about doing being too fast. <laughs> but it was. It felt very, very slow in comparison. Mm. And Start calling when you, you shot, yeah, when you shot the, you know, like the enemies and stuff, it didn't feel like there was any unfamiliarity. And was that, there's just was that, a lots of different characters with different abilities and different weapons. And I just thought, you know what, this is just now. So no. wait, is, it, is it a first-person shooter as well? Yeah, it's a first-person shooter, but it's, I, I can't. <laughs> I didn't put a lot of time into that at all because it just felt horrible to play, in my opinion. I know a lot of people have, have enjoyed it. Uh, a couple of mates said they really liked the beta, mm. but it did nothing for me at all. Mm. I couldn't even... I can't imagine... I know, again, I just don't see that selling well. What's the general public consensus on that one, though? I mean, I know Doom's older. A lot of people are just saying it's shit. Really? It's just not yeah. catching them? Yeah, we went the forum, tried it, and, like, every single one who tried it on the forum said, yeah, it's shit. Mm. All of them are just hyped for it. Overwatch beta guy was online free uh, for everybody. The weekend Battleborn comes out, and that's just going to probably, you know... What comes out at the same time? But the Overwatch, you know the game, it comes out in May, but oh, the yeah. beta um, lands the same weekend Battleborn launches. And I think a lot more people are probably interested in playing the Overwatch beta on consoles than actually picking up Battleborn. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's ditch that and move on. So let's go on to, the, for want of a better term, the walking simulator you've been playing. Yeah. Played and finished, the vanishing yeah. of Ethan Carter. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic game. Finished it in two days. That's quick. That, yeah. I, I, you know what? I was really panicking about starting it because I heard a lot of people say um, the, the solutions and the puzzles were really tough and it was vague to find out what you had to do and, and um, so forth. Yeah, no, and I read that on, I think it was Eurogamer maybe, one of the reviews. So I was really intimidated about it. And then a few on the forum said, oh, it's really hard to finish because... You can just wander off anywhere, and and I was like, oh, okay. So I thought, when I go into it, I'm going to do a lot of, like, before I move too far out of an area, I'm going to, um, you know, search everywhere. Mm. So I'll give you a quick example. When I started, I was in the tunnel. I spun around, and I thought, hmm, I wonder what happened if I go back through there. <laughs> so I tried that. Have you done that as well? 
I can't remember. I went back through the tunnel, and you end up at the exact same point. Oh, do you? Yeah, you walk through the tunnel, and you come back to where you actually start the game, and you get a trophy for that. Oh, so I must I have done like, it then. Okay. I must have done that, because I've 100%ed yeah. it. Did you 100% it as well? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you do it with any help, or did you just stumble across it all a bit like me? <laughs> I, no, I didn't use any help. At the end, there's sort of like a built-in... Um, yeah, I know you're about, yeah, the map. Yeah, yeah, map that sort of tells you where there's stuff to finish. I just went back yeah. with the map's help. But I didn't use... Does that give you a quick, tr- a fast travel option, that map? Uh, I think it does, actually, but I don't remember. That's specifically. <laughs> it's been a while since I've played it. And then when you finish that, you know, that point on the map, does it return you to the room, or do you just have to travel forwards again from that point on? Uh, I think I think you possibly can do it from this pause menu, but again, I've... Okay. Yeah, I remember it not being a hassle getting from, but then if you're walking through, yeah, it doesn't take long when you don't have to stop for the puzzles. It's quite a small world. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty beautiful. Oh, it's stunning. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes you a while to walk through it the first time because you're just stopping and taking pictures of everything. Yeah, I did. I took loads of pictures because you're thinking that looks good, and then you think, well, I'm going to just pop over here, and you like become a photographer because you're looking, thinking better angles. Yeah, and that's it, yeah, and you're thinking, I wonder if I can get the sunlight for it, you know what I mean, it's going through the trees. Mm. But back to what I was saying, look, um, I was walking through the main bit and I was trying to search the areas to the left and right. And I got to the bridge and I was like, shall I go over the bridge or not? And I thought, yeah, I'll go and have a look at that tram. So I went to the tram and it shows you that flash of the crank. Mm. And I thought, oh, it's back down there on the right because I ventured to the right when I was coming out the tunnel and I thought I could go down the path before. I'm not going to go down the path just yet. So I went back and thought, oh, there's nothing here. And then this trap went off and I was like, huh? And I pressed square on it and it's, there's no hand holding at all, is there? And this like, right. little circle appeared. I was like, oh. So I started walking around and then this other trap went off and to be fair, these were proper making me jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then... The first few, you could, don't really spot them, do you? They just go no, off. No, they pop up, don't they? And then you start looking for them, and it kind of takes the edge off it. But the, the one or two did maybe jump again. Mm. And um, I sold that, and I thought, that's that's really good. And I was thinking, well, how's this connected? I've only missed something. Mm. But as you go on, you start to realise it's all part it's, of... It's all a bit random, isn't it? it well, it... No spoilers, Dave. You are? Spoilers. Oh, come on, it's like two years old. Oh, okay, but let's forewarn it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you say random, it's not really random, is it? Because. No, it's not it random. It feels random at that point, but as you progress, it, you. You get you an inkling. Yeah. 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 You start to piece it all together. I mean, the one that felt. The, the first one that felt really random, uh, spoilers, was the <laughs> astronaut one. Yeah, that was really random. I was like, what? And mm. then. That took me a long time to do as well, because I kept losing him when I was chasing him. Did you? Yeah, I fouled fouled once. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I fouled once, and then I did it the second time easy enough. I kept losing him at the same point. I was like, oh, he's doing my head in. Yeah. What I did was I looked to the left, and there was a couple of times, like, he'd disappear, and you're like, damn, and he'd be down a ridge. Mm. And I'd just look, it was probably just blind luck that I found him, to be fair. Yeah, I like that. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. And um I thought that was random but it was really good. Um the spoilers, the one with the giant squid was brilliant as well. That maze was frustrating because Giant I, Squid? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I I found five of the bodies quite quick in about five minutes. Yeah, I did. And then I was looking for the six and I was like, Well where's the sixth sixth body? And I was like, oh, hang on. You don't need the sixth body, do you really? Because you can just keep going round the six Cog, do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So that's what I did, and I was thinking, I hope I haven't not found the sick body. So I did that, and he just, you know, unlocked. But I thought that was good because I didn't expect anything, and I was like, oh, please don't let this game turn into monsters in the mines. <laughs> did you have that feeling? No, I didn't. I did. I thought it was going to perhaps get a little bit darker, a little bit more scary, and keep that. Theme, but it didn't, did it? Yeah. It went back quite quickly after that. Yeah, because I thought the first time I walked down that mine, he was there at the very first entrance. Was oh. he for you as well? No, it took me a while before I stumbled upon him. The actual one walking around? Yeah. 
No, he was. You know, when he walked past and he got that note on the door gate, mm. I walked down there and there was this flame flickering. I looked to the left and he was there. I was like, oh fuck, and he disappeared. I was like, oh thank God. And then he like jumped up. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. And, uh, but um, yeah, I think he got me three times. To be fair, he did. He got me quite a lot because I was looking for the sick body as well. Yeah, but that's it, when um, I got caught twice more looking for that extra body. Mm. But once but, you uh, get used to it, I mean the fear sort of goes away but it's quite easy not to be caught by him yeah but I thought like overall like I thought the puzzles were very clever mm. but also very different from what I'm used to with points and clicks because they were completely logical I thought I could be wrong and maybe they weren't but I thought everything had good logic to it common sense logic yeah. you know what I mean like those men you found in the mines like I was looking at it and then all you had to do was look at the feet and actually I had a star around it and you looked at the gate and it was the star sign Yeah. and that one and that's all you had to do was get the right shape that was within the star and the same goes for um, the, the astronaut puzzle like how you started it and even the putting the deaths together you know like solving the actual mysteries about how each person you know mm putting the time together it all made perfect sense there was nothing like we think well how, how was that and do you know what i mean yeah that's of why I, I i think that's why i didn't need a guide because in puzzle games i often yeah. do eventually turn to a guide because yeah. there's just no logic to it if there's if there's logic there it's yeah. not frustrating it's just it clicks eventually even how you know like there's no handhold is there it doesn't tell you how to do anything even like when the words are floating around in after the uh, well, maybe on the second one mm. you start to see the words get tighter and more focused mm. and then you think okay so basically I've just got to pan the camera in until I find the spot and then I've got to look up at you know what I mean yeah. and then you find yeah. it and I was like that's clever and then I think the only one which was absolute fluke was the grenade I was just wandering around and found that grenade and then I was walking across the bridge and I was doing walking around and everything in case I've missed anything. Mm. And that just popped up throw. <laughs> Do you remember that part? I don't remember a grenade, no. Well, you find the grenade, don't you, as you're venturing around that, the woods by the astronaut. And um, then when you're going across the bridge, you throw the grenade in the water and it explodes, doesn't it? And what happens in the water? I think it just bubbles up and then you find that body, you know, when you um later on in the game, right towards the end, you find that body um by the by the kind of waterfall part. It's like a scuba diver from World War Two and you pick up his rifle and then you get a trophy for something like Untold Story. I'm beginning to think I haven't hundred percent of this now. I don't think you have, because I think I had to look at your trophy list, but I'd look at someone else's. And I think somebody I don't know if it was you or somebody else who hadn't got the hundred percent. I swear I did, but I don't remember this grenade in World War Two. You know after, you know when the, where, you know when you find the rock that he smashes the guy on the head with the first murder scene. Mm. You know that rock. If you walk up and you follow the left side all the way up the up the hill, it just come up, pick up, and it was a grenade. I was like, a grenade. <laughs> I was like, well, how's that linked to that murder? Because obviously you don't understand it all at first, do you? Mm. And then, um, obviously, I started to f- figure it out that not everything was connected. Mm. I swear I'm 100% yeah. of this. I'm not, uh-huh. I can't have done that. I do not remember this at all. Sorry if I've ruined that part for you. No, it's fine, because I probably won't go back to it for a while. Yeah, but I just thought it was brilliant. I mean, I loved visually. It's probably one of the be- I mean, some people might disagree, but I think it's one of the best-looking games I've played on the PlayStation 4. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I loved the story. I thought it was all really well acted, voice mm. voice acting was superb for it. And I loved the ending. I thought, I mean, I, I, I read a few different takes on the ending, but mine was just that Ethan was, you know, like, I kind of, I don't know if he'd say he's detached from his family. I, that was my take on it. Mm. And his escapism was his stories, his writing. Yeah, that's what I got from it. And, you know, like, his stories were, um, obviously, he'd write these other stories, and then I think he grew to hate his family, and he'd write this murder history about them all, like. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that was maybe his 
hatred to each one because like his brother who he seemed to hate probably got the most grisly murder mm, yeah <laughs> the first one who he seemed to really hate was that the one at the end who called him a, a faggot or something like that yeah I hate that word okay. and you know and his uh, mother who he seemed quite close to had quite a I mean drowning's never the greatest way to go but it's probably <laughs> the most you know like um, it's the least brutal most peaceful death probably yeah least brutal yeah whereas his, his dad committed suicide and his granddad nothing happened to his granddad did he I think his granddad was nice to him though I think yeah yeah that's why it came across his granddad saved him from his brother and obviously it's all fiction but and his dad which I was shocked about remind me his dad killed himself with the scissors didn't he oh yeah yeah, but yeah, um, fantastic game. You highly recommended. I mean, I gave it five out of five on the PlayStation Store, and if it was a scale of ten, I would probably give it a nine, nine point five. I just loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Really yeah, and it, it didn't go on too long either, did it? As daft as it sounds, you could finish no. it in about three, four hours. But it probably took me six, maybe yeah, maybe five, six hours, I'd say. But I just thoroughly enjoyed it every moment in it. Yeah, you bought it on PlayStation Plus, didn't you? No, I bought that in the sale. Mm. Did it go on PlayStation Plus? No, it hasn't been on. It probably will turn up at some point, but I'm, I don't care. I'm happy I bought it and the devs got some money off me because it's, it's a really good game. Yeah. Are you going to pick up um, Gone Home? I will, but I know that that is even dragging it out. I've been told that's like two, three hours tops dragging it out. So I'm not quite keen on paying like £16 for it. Mm. I know that sounds quite tight but I'd probably pick it up for a tenner mm. but I'm not going to pay I mean that cola is in the sale at the moment which I'm quite interested in but I don't know how that it's, I think it's like a horror game but it's a walking simulator horror a bit like the Summer, Summer Fears is it? Oh I didn't realise that was a walking sim But that horror game Summer Fears is it? No the, the other one you mentioned Cola Yeah that one pretty sure that's like a walking simulator with horror a bit like that one that's coming out next week or the week after you know the park where you're in the fairground oh yeah and you're trying to find your son that's a walking simulator horror same as layers of fear i'm sure that's a horror but walking simulator that might be the way forward for horror mm. you know not worried about deaths in that but the actual scares coming a bit like until dawn it's just tense isn't it i prefer that kind of thing because you know like Troll and error, that can get really frustrating in horror games. Mm. And it, it loses the horror eventually, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It, it just becomes frustration. Mm. Yeah, and the suspense goes because you're doing it over and over. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's why sometimes, like, you know, people can laugh, but games like Resident Evil, that, for me, they're probably better played on easy. Yeah, because so you, you just can... enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. You can still shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the scares don't change. You know what I mean? Yeah, the sc- exactly, the scares don't change, and the intensity doesn't change, in a way, because I'm just a very nervous person anyway when playing those games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can still enjoy the game and shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Let's move on, change pace, and go for a completely different type of game. You've also tried okay. Ratchet and Clank. I didn't try it. <laughs> oh, yeah, two and a half hours solid. <laughs> yeah, well, I've always enjoyed the Ratchet and Clank games, even on the um, was it the PS2 the first launched on, and I bought the trilogy on the PS3, but I never got around to playing it. The HD, you know, um, the re-release they did, and um, when they said they was redoing this for the film, I was quite excited about it because I didn't realise it was going to be a reboot. And um, when I saw it, I thought, yeah, it looks really good. And, but I didn't think the visuals were that good. You know, like, I thought the game looked good. Like, yeah. It stayed true to it. And anyway, when it came out and the price was announced, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to pick this up, less than 30 quid. And I got it for £27 in the end. You can get it for 25 from most places, though. Mm. So I got it. And when I booted it up, I cannot believe how good it actually looks on your TV. It yeah. doesn't do it justice in, unless you're watching your HD video, but it looks really good. Um, the, some of the cutscenes are from the film, which are really impressive. I mean, not Pixar levels of, but not many companies match Pixar levels. Do they? No. To be fair, but it does look like you know, like the movie does Ice Age levels of good, and you know, DreamWorks levels. Yeah. And even the um, in-game cut 
engine when they're doing the cutscenes, really impressive as well. But my favourite thing about this game is it, it's in, in a Deadpool kind of way. It's breaking the fourth wall. It's constantly taking the mick out of video games and the fact it's a reboot. <laughs> yeah, like in the first game, you meet this mechanic who's a plumber and he helps you. And when you meet him in this, he goes, hmm, deja vu. <laughs> and like, and then it, just as he leaves, he goes, anyway, I'll see you in the next reboot and winks and runs off. <laughs> and at one point, you get to this guy who's helping you fix up Clank, giving him an upgrade. And he goes, oh, have you got so-and-so weapon to the scientist? And he goes, no, 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 you could only got that if you pre-ordered it from so-and-so oh, <laughs> to pre-order bonus from this, from this other shop. And I thought, really good, really, really good. And I was proper giggling, like, yeah, yeah. I like this. Then they're actually taking the mick out of the way the game, games industry works nowadays. <laughs> That's cool. And just little things like that. And the other angle in this is because when you originally play the original game, this is a spoiler, you don't know that Captain Quark is actually a bad guy. But in oh, this, right. obviously, because you're playing it 14, 15 years after the original, mm. he's in jail at the start and he's narrating the whole adventure. Oh, right. And then, um, yeah, it's really good because, like, he says at one point, and then a giant um, squid-eating ty- Tyrannosaurus Rex appeared. And the guy goes, mm, no, I don't remember that happening in the first game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, that didn't happen. And It's just little nods like that. I just think... Yeah, I can't, you know, it's just fun. Just enjoy it, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks great, it handles great. Um, they've added bits and bobs. It's not a complete, you know, remastering as in it's exactly the same. They've got this new um, skill tree, like you can upgrade the weapons in different ways now instead of just shooting the shit out of everything. That was how you upgraded last time. This time you upgrade to levels by shooting everything, but then you can... With the rare Italianium, I think it's called, you you then go into another menu and you can upgrade different parts of the weapon, like it's hard to explain, and there's cards to collect and other things like that. And um, Yeah, it's just for the price it's launched at. For anyone even on the fence, I would say grab it, because even if you finish it in a week, you're probably going to get close to your money back, and it's, it's going to be at least 15 hours, but if you go for the Platinum, you're looking at 20 plus. Hmm. It's 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 just a brilliant little game so far. Really, really enjoying it. Might pick that up. I would. I'd, I'd, I know, like, it's going to sound a bit daft saying this because I, I would say to people like yourself who are big Nintendo fans, grab it because it. Although it doesn't feel like a Nintendo game, it does feel like a Sony game imitating a Nintendo game. But you know. A really good Nintendo game. <laughs> Colourful. The platforming, it's not a hard platformer. There's not much platforming, but it's just, you know, the, probably the closest thing you could say to it now is like Splatoon, the way the Splatoon campaign plays out. Mm. You know what I mean? Although yeah. there's more platforming that I can remember in Splatoon, but it, it, it is a good, fun game. I, you know, I think people should definitely be jumping on top of it. Cool. And getting it. I think I'll pick it up. It sold really well and it scored really well as well. Yeah, it's Metacritic rating. I was shocked. I thought, my, my cousin texted me and he was like, what do you think it'll do? And I said, it's probably going to get sevens, get panned a six here and there. And when it was getting eights, nines, and I, I mean, I don't buy into the ten out of tens. But I can see some people, why people give it eights and nines, because it's just bloody good fun. It's just different from everything we have currently got on Sony's and Microsoft systems as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's really, I, I think... Um, you, don't, you don't get, like, it's almost like, a 90s game isn't it I mean we know it's a yeah. reboot of a 90s game but you just don't see 3D platformers with like a little cute character leading no it's I mean the platformers it. are on a bit of a comeback at the moment but it kind of proved that game as well from looking at it and everything it just proves to me that why we don't need these I know we're going to transition to this in a minute but just to briefly point out why we don't need these mid-gen upgrades well, let's do that now let's go for it well let's, yeah let's go into it then yeah. I mean <laughs> So My thoughts are, I think it's just, I think it's totally pointless, and I think I don't know if it's Sony panicking that Microsoft are going to do it, or Microsoft panicking that Sony are going to do it. I can't think who blinked first. I think Microsoft with the rumours first, and then Sony basically announced theirs, and I just find it, I don't understand why they would try and piss off basically forty million users that they got at the moment. Mm. 
know I know the rumours are that the games still have to run on the vanilla PS4. Let's just call it vanilla, the original system, and I Neo. Let's call it vanilla and Neo. Okay. So it's got yeah. it's got to run on the vanilla at you know it's whatever, and it can run on Neo. So I don't understand that. So is the PS4 vanilla going to basically they're going to stop producing that after a, at a certain point, and they're only going to produce Neo? I don't know. Because they, ha- they haven't officially announced anything, have they? This is all no. speculation in leaks. Yeah. I would think... I don't know. If they call it something different, if it is named something different, they'll yeah. probably run both consoles simultaneously. Want to be cheaper, want to be more expensive. I think or, the more sensible thing to do is to just put out the PlayStation 4, say it's yeah. had a system bump, and don't even like, advertise it. Just say, when you buy a PlayStation 4 now... This is what you get. That happens quite a lot, doesn't it, in, in a console generation? Yeah. Like, Xbox changed its chips because of all the red rings. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... But this is, from what I've been told, it's a significant upgrade that, you know, like... But some people are saying, I think it's good because now we can have bigger worlds and bigger... Th- but it's not. that's not going to happen. No. You're not going to get... You're not going to get a developer. Let's say, for instance... Red Dead Redemption 2, perfect example, I think. We know that's coming out now by the sound of it, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to suddenly get Rockstar go, hmm, well, PlayStation Neo's coming out, so let's make the world bigger on the PlayStation Neo than the PlayStation 4 vanilla. They can't do that. Sony have already says the games have to be, you can't be no extra features on the Neo. They can run better and look better, but there can't be any extra or exclusive features. Mm-hmm. So that's out the bag straight away. So basically the devs are then right, right, we can't build bigger worlds on it because it has to run on this. Okay. We can basically, all we can do is make it run smoother and this and that. Well, let's just make it run as smooth as we can on the PS4 and that'll have to do for the Neo instead of spending all that extra money on on the fact of that as well. There's 40 million units out there so far, PS4. Mm-hmm. By, you know, by this time, let's say a year time when the Neo's out, they might not have sold 2, 3 million because people might say, I ain't bothered about that. I'd rather have the cheap option, cheaper option off the shelf. Mm. How many people are going to upgrade? I'm not upgrading unless my system dies. And even then, if I went into a shop and there was a PS4 vanilla there, let's just say £250 with Uncharted Collection, and then the Neo was there, £300 with the Uncharted Collection, I would still buy the £50 cheaper system brand new. It depends, doesn't it? I think... I think they're just future-proofing it, and I honestly think this is all just about 4K. I think they're just... Well, I hope it is that. It's just a 4K and a VR bump. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's going to perhaps handle the VR side smoother. I think perhaps yeah. they're going to build in whatever's in that big power brick that comes with VR. They'll maybe build that into the console so they can sell the VR cheaper without that power brick. problem you got there, though, is like. I was saying to a friend is that you can't really say well games run better on this because then straight away they're putting people who have got PS4s buying the VR for that if they suddenly say if you get this PS4K it is going to run better on this mm. it's you really, know what I mean it's a really bad timing I know they haven't announced it and maybe they were hoping this wouldn't have leaked when it did yeah but they need their focus on VR and what they don't need is people thinking well if I buy this now in two and a half years' time, are you going to do a better fancier one after I've paid through? Well, this is what... Look, a couple of the lads on the forum that I visit them saying, I don't know why people want it to fail. I want it to fail for one reason, because I don't want Sony, Microsoft and that, to then get into this mindset, because I believe, call it conspiracy theories all you want, I believe they're trying to condition console gamers into thinking this is the way forward, the way people deal with the phones every three years, every two, three years, upgrading your phone. Like, some people go upgrade the phone every year. Mm. Two years, most people. But I believe it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a test. They want to see how well it takes off, and then it'll become the norm, mid-gen upgrades. But next time, it happen, next time it happens, it'll be a significant upgrade where they can say, then they will say, yeah, but this time there will be games that don't actually work on the PS5, that work on the PS5K, for example. Do you know what I mean? Mm. What it's called then it will start taking them, those jumps will start arriving and then, you know, and the next thing you know, it's, well, we're not doing a PS5, we're just going to upgrade again in two years and 
and that's the norm then. And then more and more people get left behind, and they'll say, "Oh, this it'll fragment the market, won't it?" Yeah, big time. And the wasn't the idea that eventually the future would just be streaming. Maybe that will be the case. I I think I would much prefer Sony to come out and say, "Look, a PS5 will be a streaming box." Because then, obviously, they've never got to upgrade the hardware again, and but only if they get the streaming bang on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't have a problem with that, because then I'm not going to have to upgrade my console every now and then. But I don't mind a streaming service as video games. I, f- I do believe that is the future, to be honest. I don't know if that's the future yet. Not yet. No, no, not, I'm not well, saying not like yet. Yeah, it's four or five years. <laughs> but I think, like, you know, whatever, you 15, 20 years five? time... If they make one, there's rumours that they're not going down that route. That's why I'm worried that they're just going to try and condition people into upgrading every two, three years. Mm. Maybe. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe they're just well, testing the water. I wouldn't care if Sony came out, though, and said, yeah, this is mid- yeah, the start of the gen. Yeah, we're only going five, six years this time. Fine. I know their plan. But to turn around after three years and then this pops up, I find it really... I find it poor... On Sony's part, it's like it feels like they've gone into back into that cockiness again, you know, I, like with the I, PS3. I don't know, I don't think like we're the market leaders again, we dictate what happens and when it happens. I don't know because they've got everything so right and they know <laughs> it's not long ago that they were a, a joke, the arrogant yeah. cocky. I think that's still in their minds, I don't think they would do it. I think they need to handle it very carefully. That's just, I'm just, just, I don't know. It depends what the messaging is. If if they say this is just, if you've got a 4K telly, we would recommend this one. Otherwise, stick with the other one. What what were those guys who worked on IGN? Colin Moriarty. Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. Well, they've done a podcast, haven't they? And they're debating about it strongly. But that Colin, apparently he's like, well, he's... In with a lot of people, and he's saying a lot of devs aren't happy about it because mm. they don't want to be coding for two stif- two different Sony systems at the same time. And he's like, "Well, you're going to fragment the community, even if they say games will run, because you know at some point it'll probably happen that you know once Neo has a bigger install base, okay, teams like Ubisoft and that they'll just stop stop working as hard on the PS4 version." Mm. And the, the Neo version will be the main version. They did it with their previous games, and I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, it's not the... I can't explain it. It's like, I don't want Sony to completely go under, but, but I do kind of want the system to flop so they're seeing from a user perspective that people don't want it. I mean, a lot of people are saying on various sites and critics and they're saying, who's asking for this? Yeah, who's no, asking one's, for no one's asking for it. Who's, who's saying, oh, my PS4 is not good enough now? I need an upgrade. No, like I was saying like in the last podcast, it, it still feels new. Yeah. Have we pushed, have we pushed the, the, the breaking limit yet? Are we at that point where they're using 100% of what the systems can do? I don't no. think we are. No, not at all. I think Uncharted probably will be at the pit for the PS4 because we know Naughty Dog always push... To the max. Yeah, but even then, even then, Uncharted Three looked better than Uncharted Two, and the Last of Us looked better yeah. than Uncharted Three. There's always they always eke out a bit more power. Yeah, I would say that will happen with the Last of Us Two. It will make Uncharted probably not look rubbish, but it probably will say, "Oh God, that looks a lot better." But yeah, definitely. The the one thing that people are saying is, "Oh, we're guaranteed 1080p, 60 frames per second with these upgrades." No, we're not. Because you know what's going to happen again. Graphics and stuff like that will come first, and all it will do is they'll make games look a little bit prettier than what they can, and you'll still get 30 FPS games with 720, 900p visual, you know what I mean, resolution. Mm-hmm. We know that'll happen. Uh, I mean, it's such a weird thing. I could see this is where Microsoft and Nintendo could play an absolute. Dream playing just thinking the same thing. Microsoft could come out at E3 and say, Look, we've got hands up, we've got no plans to go down this mid gen upgrade. People who've bought into our ecosystem, you're guaranteed your game that 
that system is here for another three, four years. We're not going to upgrade it to then, and we'll make a significant upgrade then. Boom. And all your games are coming across with that. Boom. And then on the other hand, Nintendo could, you know, they could be like, well, we're not going to upgrade our system. Same sort of talk. Mm. We're coming out this at the same time, but we're not going to be doing none of that nonsense. Mm. It just, I don't know, it just feels like a massive misstep by Sony. Well, like I said, they haven't said anything yet. Until no, they say anything, I think it's, yeah. you can't really judge it. But if it's... If it's it like, looks 90% true, though, doesn't it? 90, 99% true. I think, I think it's true. I think there's going to be an upgrade. But I think, yeah. I think it's just going to be beneficial if you've got a 4K telly. That's the only thing I can think. And the extra processing power will be to shove those even prettier graphics around quicker. I don't think you'll yeah. see a benefit in normal games. See, look, with 4K, 4K is coming. Like HD, it's coming. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to have this uptake that everybody seems to think. It's, you know, like when HD first came out and everyone was like, yeah, I want HD, and everyone was buying HD ready tellies. And there wasn't true HD, but, you know, there was decent. Mm. And I don't see, it's like Blu-ray. Blu-ray's never outsold DVD. Has it still not? Still not safe selling DVD. It's getting closer, but that's because DVD sales are declining because people are streaming. Yeah, that's true. Streaming all the way. So, you know, overall, they might match it or overcome it at some point, but Blu-ray sales aren't going through the roof. And they've had some fantastic years, you know, where they've really jumped up. But when you look at the films that came out, like when Skyfall came out, that was a massive year for Blu-ray because it, it did massive numbers. Mm. And, like, this year, um, Blu-ray's going to do great again. Star Wars, it kind of skews the numbers. Mm. And I don't see 4K... Like, if you went to upgrade your telly now, you would probably still buy a HD TV, wouldn't you, instead of a 4K? No. You wouldn't. <laughs> you know how much 4K TVs cost? But I was planning on getting 4K this year um, yeah. in the uh, Black Friday yeah, I was. I almost did it. The year just gone, but it was too much. But this year, well, what would you, what would you watch or play in four K? Oh, nothing. It's just that when you buy a telly, you keep it for years. My telly must be pushing ten years. Yeah, but this is the other thing. As, as I was going to say, Mag on the forum, his dad bought a four K TV, and he watches the. I think he says it's a um, the odd Blu Ray four K. But it looks great in four K. But when he goes back to watching standard. The TV doesn't look as good as what it did in his HD. Oh, really? Well, maybe it's just bought yeah, a bad but... telly. Say again? Maybe it's just bought a bad telly. I don't know. Yeah, I think he said it was a Panasonic or a Sony. Mm. 4K. So it's not like he's bought a cheap make. No. Not that you could probably get one yet, but... I don't know what to say. I'm not in the market for. I, I would like one, but I'm not in the market for one anytime soon. Well, that's why I, was until... I, I was going to buy that this year. I'm not now because yeah, PlayStation when... VR and the new Nintendo. If I've got the money, they'll. That's where it will go. It won't go on a 4K yeah. telly. It will, that will be like if there's no big things on the horizon next year. The year after, that's when it will be. But I'll wait for an offer and I'll wait for the telly I want. I won't just buy any old telly. Yeah. And Once the BBC, ITV, and you know the main TV stations start adding four K channels, I'll probably jump on board around then. Yeah, that's <laughs> because it. until there's going to be you know like at least eight, ten channels that I can actually watch four K TV, and then yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not forced. But this, this is why I think it's a good idea for Sony not to push a new named console, but to have a PlayStation Four. And okay. just, like, just like they have done in in previous generations when they released Slim, just let the other one fade away. Just put out this mm. new PlayStation 4, perhaps redesign it a little bit, give it a little bit of a bump, and have it 4K ready. And then when the tellies come around, people are like, oh, I've got a 4K device, my console. Yeah. So now I can look at the 4K tellies and not think that it's a bit pointless. Yeah, because I've already got something that can display in 4K, yeah. and it will help sell the tellies. I think if if Sony come in and says, "Look, ignore all that. It is like a PS4K, 
mm-hmm. at all. It is, it's going to play 4K films. Can you play 4K Blu-rays on your Blu-ray player, or do you need a 4K Blu-ray player? I haven't got a clue. Either way. I don't know. Right, because, like, 3D, you needed a 3D player, didn't you, I think? Yeah. So that would be interesting to see what happens, you know, like if you, but that would be a, a cool feature, you know. And um, But... You know, I don't know what to say. Maybe if this says some games will launch with a 4K mode, yeah, that's cool. But I don't even know if Sony's if the PS4 could run 4K. Maybe it could be that extra bit of grunt. Doubt it. But that would be cool. But not from what we're hearing about. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to repeat myself again, Anna. But I'm. I'm I just. I, it's dangerous territory. I think. It is. But Nintendo can't believe their luck. Mm-mm. Get ready well, to they need to pull out huge stops, I don't like to, if they want to sell, no matter what they're doing. Yeah. They've got to, they've got to go hard at E3. Yeah, they have. I can't wait for E3. I'm not overly excited about it, to be honest. I might get close as it gets closer, but... It's going to... Well, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be so much to talk about. And Nintendo have... actually at E3 this year. They've announced a presence on the show floor. I don't know if they've announced... They, if they want to announce the NX, they can't do that Nintendo Direct nonsense. They could do it. It's not nonsense. No. No, it is because the Nintendo fans watch that. They need to have an E3 show. Do you know what I mean? But they show it because at they, E3. Yeah, but, it's, but what I mean is people watch like IGN and that. They've got live streams for all that. and I can't explain it, but I just think they need to be on the show, that floor there, mm. get the exposure there. Not that direct. The directs are good, but if we're announcing a console, it's huge. Nothing's bigger than actual E3 is it, for video game news throughout the year. It's, it's, it's special. E3 is special. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. A few years back, where people say Nintendo's done right here, doing what they've done, doing that Nintendo Direct, but that was at the point in gaming when what was it? It coming towards the end of the ten year cycle, and people's like, oh, E3 is boring. But then we have the PS4 and X1 announcements, and it's got exciting again. Mm. This, so, this is going to be interesting because Microsoft have got to do something. Yeah. Something special has got to come from them. Um, PlayStation have got to set the record straight on this PlayStation. Okay, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Nintendo have got a new console to wow us with. VR yeah. is going to be everywhere. <sighs> I'm excited. Don't be wrong, for people who are interested in VR, great stuff, but oh man, I'm just sick of hearing people saying, not you, not you, but devs and, and people going, oh, it's definitely the future, this is the only way we're going to be playing games and telling you, well, I won't be one of them, will I? Because not everybody can play them. No, 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 I don't think it's the future and it's the only way it's going to be. But not a lot of people can. It's going to be a strong option. Some are coming, someone was saying the other day that um, certain games might have to go from, you know, like. 12 and 15 up a rating to 15 and 18 mm, because you're actually into, yeah because you're actually immersed in the violence etc and then someone was saying um, they found that there, there could be health and safety issues because of the wires <laughs> I don't it's getting crazy already yeah <laughs> but I don't think you're supposed to move around very much I don't think you actually walk around I think that's the Vive because the wires are in the back and you can walk around with that Vive, can't you? Yeah, you HTC can. one. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't VR chats. Let's no. uh, let's move on again to um, uh, Red Dead Redemption, or not Red Dead Redemption, the possible Red Dead sequel. There's been a leak, which mm-hmm. I think was confirmed, but not officially yeah. confirmed, <laughs> but semi-confirmed. Uh, there's been yeah. a new map leaked and a few little tiny details about the next Red Dead. Uh, Rockstar. I my, my yeah my favourite Rockstar game. I'm going to say it. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a, it's a western for anyone who doesn't know. I'm sure you will do though. And this one's going to be set before the last game, not a prequel. Cause I don't know. I don't think anyway that's going to involve the same characters. It's definitely not. Hmm. Well, it could could be John Marsden, couldn't it? It could be, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I doubt it, but. I get the feeling it's quite a lot before. Yeah. In time. I don't know. I could be wrong. Like I say, it's not official, official. But could yeah, be Rockstar's playing up. It could be. Uh, it's a big, 
big map though and someone's noticed that there's a lot of water so it could well be um some sort of way to get around on the water like a boat or something yeah i i i mean if that comes out next year you game of the year <laughs> <laughs> you know it don't you it's one of the few games it's very bare in the fact that like you can not bare as in nothing to do but a lot of the land on it you know like mm-hmm. there wasn't much to do in the land there was stuff to do but you know what I mean you could walk and ride for ages with nothing to actually do in those parts you know mm. but it was so mesmerising just doing that yeah the horse the horse riding just it worked and it really worked it didn't get boring I don't think it felt good it felt yeah. natural it was one of the few games open world games where I actually wanted to do the travelling from one side of the map to the other instead of just hopping in a taxi and skipping time yeah so but what would you want to see in the next Red Dead Um, I don't want them to do what they did in GTA 5 and have you skipping between characters don't want that Ooh, didn't like that at all you didn't I didn't like that no I didn't like it in GTA 5 maybe it was because the characters weren't that good but I'm a, I'm a believer I like westerns and for me in the westerns the best westerns always focus on one you know, like flawed hero usually. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, not, it's not always like that. I mean, like three ten to you, my two heroes, Magnificent Seven, etc., etc. But my favourites are usually just like you know John Wayne, the flawed hero with a no no nonsense talking. But I would. I was kind of hoping they'd have be a bit more forward. You know, like with the um, towns and stuff, and maybe the. But then I'm thinking, no, because it's just going to be GTA then with horses, whereas I prefer it without the vehicles and stuff. I mm. liked the horse carriages and that, and I don't really know what I'd like. Maybe, we, was the Red Indians in Red Dead? I can't remember. But there was, but there was more civil, there was civilised by them, wasn't they, by that time? Uh, I can't remember. I think, yeah, I think there were. I remember shooting stuff. Yeah. And near the end, where there was some sort of moored boat or an old river I'd boat. Be, oh, will it be set in that era when the, the American Civil War? Was that before Red Dead? Mm, Red Dead was the gold rush, wasn't it? I'm not yeah, that hot on American history. No, cause I'm sure John Marsden was... I think in his, I'm not 100% if his story, part of his story was about the Civil War. It was it was civil war time, like, wasn't it? It was already civil because there were little camps. Yeah. With the and the uniforms, I remember. It was yeah, at the, so it was at the end of that cowboy cool. period because the trains yeah. were coming. Yeah, the trains. Yeah. So that would be interesting. I wouldn't mind that. What pre? Yeah, pre civil war or during the civil war? That would be really interesting. Could go back to like the pilgrims. Yeah. Very yeah. early settlers. Either way, it's going to be awesome. I mean, is it Rockstar San Diego, San Francisco, something like that? They made San Diego, they did? I think, yeah. Was it? Mm. I mean, a lot of my cousin said to me the other day, I wasn't sure they'd ever make a sequel because I didn't think the original sold well. So it bloody did. I said, it's I think. amazing. I said, I think it sold 8 or 11 million copies from a daft like that, was it? I can't remember the exact number. You're going to do a Google search, aren't you? Yeah, let's do a quick Google. But um, I says. It might not be GTA numbers, but I said, but you have to remember, GTA is a phenomenon. It's pop culture. Yeah, that's <laughs> like a, a prime example of pop culture, like the Rolling Stones and, <laughs> you know, like Matrix and stuff like that. It's a phenomenon. Go on, what's the figures? Uh, Red Dead Redemption sales figures. PlayStation 3, 6.55 million. And Red Dead Redemption yeah. Xbox 360, 6.31. Bloody hell, so 12 so million. far. PC? Yeah, well, it's combined about 13. Nothing on PC there. Oh, no, it never come to PC, did it? No, it didn't come to PC. And then the Undead Nightmare, that fabulous expansion, that did um, just over a million on each console. I bet that sold a lot more digitally, though. Because don't forget, didn't Red Dead Redemption go on PlayStation Plus? Yeah, it did. I bet you could add a couple million on there easily. Yeah. What's that noise? Sorry, it was me tapping the iPad. I'm proper fidgeter, I am. <laughs> really am. Yeah, so there were the yeah. sales figures. 
good figures. So about 13 million, did you say? 13 million, yeah. And another couple of million for the Undead Nightmare, which yeah. is good for an add-on, isn't it? Yeah, that is very good. A million sales. I probably don't even... And don't forget, all the assets are already built. Well, the world was, wasn't it? I mean, all the... Yeah, that's what I mean. All they had to do was look the um, zombie uh, models and, you know, the voice acting and stuff. Yeah. All that's probably taken into account in the original budget, I'd guess. Yeah. So that's a a success story for Rockstar, no matter what. 13 million copies. Yeah. What would you want from it? Uh, it seems to be easy to say more of the same, but just more of the same. I liked the the gunplay, the, the way it slowed down. Yeah. I love the horse riding. Um, I think, like you said, I would want the towns to be a little bit bigger and a, quite a lot more interactive. Yeah, I think they could have done more with the with the little towns. The Is towns the right word. What am I trying to say? Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. Um, obviously, the trains won't be there. Outposts? No, there wouldn't be outposts, would they? No, because they were towns and they were... So they, yeah, I just feel like they could have been a little bit bigger, some of them, not all of them. Yeah. But none of them were very big, were they? No. Yeah, just like, um, more interactive. I mean, just I know this isn't really much to do with Red Dead Redemption. It's not got anything to do with Red Dead Redemption. But I'd love to see Rockstar do that kind of open world, but a kind of role-play game-ish, levelling up, like survival, like a proper, not zombie apocalypse, but something along those lines, you know, Last of Us, but in the open world, and, you know, you've, you have got mission. I know they've done it with Red Dead Redemption Undead, but like a proper, I can't explain it. Do you know what I mean? Where there's not many survivors, there is like eight posts of survivors, and, and you like, can make like, your own. Like an open world walking dead. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, I would love to see Rockstar do something like that. I mean, that would just be a money printer for a money. Anything yeah. that is a money printer. Yeah. Or, or a Bully sequel. I've still not played Bully. That's getting re-released, isn't it? It's on the PS4 now, isn't it? Mm. On the PlayStation Store. I will pick that up when it first goes on sale. Definitely. I do love Rockstar. Yeah, I love Rockstar. I was just looking at Grand Theft Auto sales as a comparison. That did rather well, didn't it? <laughs> What's it there, about 30 million? It's 21 million on the PlayStation 3. You what, 21 million on the PlayStation 3? Yep. How many on the 360? 16 million on the 360. Fucking hell. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. That's what, that's 37. Uh, on the PlayStation 4, another 11 million. 48 million copies. And then the PC? Xbox One, it's managed to do four and a half. What was it on then? Oh, that was an Xbox One. So it did 21 on the PS3? Yeah. No, 14 on the... 16. 16 on Xbox 360. 37 million. 11 on PlayStation 4. 48. Four and a half on Xbox One. 52. And on PC, it's just under a million, so say a million. And the PC gamers was moaning to fuck about where's their version of GTA, and it's only sold a million. Yeah. Go and get fucked. Excuse <laughs> me, French. How they've got the audacity to moan, and people say, oh, it's, that's pathetic. I bet there's loads of people pirating it, that's why. Yeah. You can see why Rockstar never did Red Dead Redemption on there, can't you? Yeah. That's a phenomenon, then. 50 million units. Because it's probably sold a load digitally that's not accounted for. Yeah, I don't know how that gets counted or not on those sorts of things. No, no no one ever um, releases the digital numbers. A lot of indie devs have now, haven't they? Have they? They've started saying, you know, like, say, Firewatch, they said they'd sold more than they ever dreamed of. Mm. That's on sale at the moment, isn't it, Firewatch? I don't know. Have you got it? Yeah, we did a spoiler Yeah, sorry, I couldn't remember because somebody was asking me the other day if they should get it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Cause that's on sale. Life is Strange is on sale, and I've told a lot of people to pick that up. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I think I'm due a replay on that pretty soon. I can feel the urges. Yeah, I might be due a replay on that soon. Yeah. That's good. Um, another thing that got announced recently was the Batman games. 
not the uh, not Warner Brothers one. Because Peggy have t- taken their listing down now, haven't they? Uh, but I think it's going to happen. There's just too much. There's no smoke without fire, as I say. <laughs> and, just uh, too many rumours going around now. Would I be right in thinking that you will be purchasing these games? At the right price. I wouldn't be paying over £30 for them because... For them both bought, together? Yeah, I've still, yeah, I've got them already. If they release them on the store... As, as you know, a digital version, I would probably just pick up Asylum. Yeah. Because I liked minutes. City. I finished it, but I couldn't be bothered with all the side stuff on City. Mm. Um, and I still haven't finished it all now. It's still on my PS3. So um, I, I think I would pick up Asylum but if it was on its own. But I don't. But I think if they came out together at £25, £30, I'd probably buy them again. But no more than 30 quid. I think that's what they'll do because I think like a lot of people they'll only buy the first one and they'll be like yeah. well we want to do both so buy them both together <laughs> I can't understand why they haven't included Origins it wasn't but Rock Study was it no but it still makes no sense because it's still Warner Brothers they're still on the IP the game sorry yeah true they should have put that on that was a good game that was it was, it was buggy but they could have fixed the bugs take the, taken the online out and, you know, because a lot of people missed out on that because they was like, oh, it's not as good as the other ones. But if they just seen all three... Yeah, if they just seen all three games, they might have been like, oh, yeah, now I can play the third one in HD. And, you know, and you got to remember, you can never underestimate the Platinum Hut, the trophy horse. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so two games you've already played and completed, you're going to buy again. And you And your Wii U... With a little yeah. horde of amazing games. Have you touched any of them, Dave? No, uh, just look at them. No, <laughs> oh, nah, I, I will, but it's just... You know what it is with the Wii U? I get to play it and I think to myself, oh, yeah, I've got to charge the pad. Oh, and <sighs> Charge it now. Charge it tonight. The pad should just bug into the console and charge. That is such a mistake on Nintendo. You have to plug it into the console. No, you should be able to. Oh. Plug no, it into a bloody wall socket to play. Why? You can plug it in it's anywhere. Because it's really hot and you're like, oh, God. It's going <laughs> to melt in my hands. It's not going to melt in your hands. Your mission for the next podcast is to try whichever one of the Nintendo games you said you were going to try first. Is it Toad Treasure Tracker? Yeah, I think I will hit that at some point. I was thinking about it the other day. So right. I'll go honest, I think I'm going to finish up all my one more Wii U games and just put it upstairs in the lads' room. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. That's what I think I need to do. Okay, so your mission for the next podcast, Toad's Treasure Tracker, and, no. I'll, and I'll play something that is... And I'll give me targets. I bought two games this week because I got some game credit because I got rid of um, Trapmania because I just got so frustrated with it the one day. It took me an hour to finish one one race, I was like, you know what, I have not got the time, because there's 200 stages, to do this yeah, over yeah. and over and over. As good as, I was really enjoying it, but I was like, nah. So I got rid of that, and I got um, my old order period direction plan, but I got the Disney Infinity Disc, so they can play it on the PS4. Mm. And I had this game wallet, the money put in the game wallet, so I thought, you know what, because I love Star Wars, so I thought, I'm going to have the Force Awakens set. So I got that. Because it was that, the Force Awakens set and the PS4 disc for 25 quid, which is good. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, so I had that. And obviously I bought that Blues and Bullets. Have you picked that up? Blues and Bullets? Yeah, it's another episodic game that's just come on the store. It's £5.84 for the first episode, mate. Is it good? It, I haven't started it, but Mag had it on the Xbox and he said it was really He said it's good. There's meant to be five episodes, and people are saying, don't buy it, because it's took them so long to make the first two. But it, there's a platinum on it, and all, <laughs> the, tro- no, but no, but there's a, all the trophies are there for all five episodes, and people are saying, don't buy it, and all this. And the developers have come out and said, don't listen to people, we've been working really hard now. Um, on the last three episodes, they will be with you as soon as we finish them. So, and at £5.84, mate, if they don't release it for three episodes, I don't care. I've only paid £5.80 for the first two. You will care when you finish them and the story's nowhere near finished. Well, that could be a point, but you should watch a video. It looks really good. What's it called? Blues and, and Bullets? Good. Yeah, it's like a noir. It's black and white with um, bits of red, a bit like Sin City. Yeah. 
Um, to, be, to be honest, it sounds like I'd probably wait for it all to be out. Yeah, 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 that's fair enough. But just have a look at the video of it, it's good. And Hitman Go was on sale. Ooh, that's tempting. £3.33. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I just I thought I'd got to have it, especially with my iPad dying, because I never finished it. Oh. Yeah, I might pick that up. Yeah, you should. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I think that's probably it, actually. Yeah, play... Oh, yeah, I was saying, play Treasure Tracker... And I will, yeah. and I will aim to play something that isn't Mad Max. <laughs> that isn't That isn't Mad Max. Because that's all I've played. Oh, Mad Max! That's on sale on the store, isn't it? Fifteen pound. That or thirteen pound fifty for your PlayStation Plus sub. I've decided that you would love this game. See, I was, I was going to buy it when I see it that much on the store, but I thought, you know what? You can get it for sixteen quid on disc. Do that. Buy it. You, you will love it. I will get it, but I'm not getting it yet. I've got too much to play at the moment. Yeah, you can't get it until you've completed some Nintendo games. Well, yeah, I think that's my aim now, because um, obviously Uncharted 4 is due in May. So I'm going to finish what I'm going to keep playing through, playing through some of my PS4 games, because next week we get the plus announcement as well, don't we? Mm-hmm. I think that was all the news you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So let's call it. Let's call time. We've gone a bit long anyway. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the We Don't Go Out podcast. We uh, have a website, wedontgoout.com. That's also the name of our Tumblr, our Twitter, and our Instagram. Uh, you can get us individually on Twitter at Anthony Hulse, that's me, and at Dave Holmes82, that's Dave. And thank you, yeah, thank, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Sugar in the milk, don't they? You are? Sugar in the milk in America. Are they mad? What the hell are they sugar in the milk? Yeah, Jamie Oliver was uh, did a TED talk on it and um he, he sort of got out this big barrel of sugar and said the this the milk you get the kids get in school yeah. over the course of the year, this is how much sugar is in that milk and he tipped it all over the stage and there was loads of it. It's like this is unnecessary, you don't need to put sugar in milk. No, you, yeah, why would you put sugar in milk? It's milkshake then, isn't it? Well, it's just sweet milk. You don't need it sweet. Milk's milk. That's great, is it? I drink red milk, and before I go to bed every night, if I don't have a glass of water, I'll like have a half a glass, full glass of red milk. I just love the stuff. Red milk's the That's skimmed? Co- yeah, completely skimmed. I love it, I do. I don't... I never drink milk. I only have it with cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I drink the milk at the cereal bowl. I do as well if I have cereal. My mate hates that. No, I do. I you do. I do. I drink it with a spoon. I'm, I'm civilized. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not an animal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not French. <laughs> French. They do yeah. that hot chocolate out of a bowl, don't they? Do they? Yeah. Well, I think they do. That's what we did when I went to France with my school. Sorry, we had croissants and a bowl of hot chocolate. Croissants or croissants? Croissants. croissants. I love them on. But they're so fattening. I know, it's just butter, isn't it? It's just love them on, Yeah, gorgeous. I've never tra- tried them. I've never bought them and warmed them up, though. I wonder if that's anything. Why? You've never warmed them up? No, I was eating cold. I was put, like, um, jam in them or a piece of ham. Have you ever tried them with ham in the middle? Not ham, no, that sounds weird. Mate, cut them open in the middle yeah. put some ham and cheese in oh my god they're better than sandwiches ham and cheese in a croissant that's it man game over man it's game over